This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. David, good evening and welcome to Beyond Governance. Good evening, good evening, uh, Nimrod. Thank you, my brother. Critically, before maybe we get into the issue at hand, we all understand that change is necessary. The president has to make change as an executive of the country um, to promote efficiencies, to promote effectiveness, which leads to service delivery. Granted, um, it is also, I mean, one could you know, argue that there's, no one can ever say no to the need to change. But it becomes problematic when some of the changes that are pronounced are dubious. For an example, we have seen some ministers that aren't supposed to be there, um, but, but they're still there, and, and ministers who are performing uh, are being chucked out. Typically, yeah. from what yeah. you've seen. <laughs> yeah. No, um, the first thing I would like to say really is that I think that uh, reshuffling of cabinet as an exercise is not a problem per se. I mean, this is a phenomenon or kind of activity that happens across the world uh, in cabinets, uh, presidents or prime ministers, they change their cabinets from time to time. I think in our context in South Africa, given the state of our politics, the biggest question rather is whether there is some level of trust and legitimacy that you can still confer on the government uh, as led by uh, President Jacob Zuma. I think that's the biggest question. Um, And that is why from time to time, there would be, you know, various reactions from across society, of course, labor, civil society, business, and so on, the political community, political space. But <clears throat> what is more uh, concerning is whether these uh, reshuffle, reshuffle, uh, reshuffles are happening at what level of frequency? to a point that they actually serve as a blight to um, the trust that exists between uh, the various key role players in society, be it uh, between government and business, between labor and, and business and so on. So, so that for me is actually the most concerning and most important uh, element to look at. Thank you for, for, for that view, um, David. But what is also quite concerning um, for, for, for me and everybody else um, is the response provided by the Secretary General of the ANC, Mr. Gwede Mantashe. Um, he alluded to the fact that um, the top six were not informed, uh, uh, but were not, were, were not consulted, but informed, so to speak. And this raise a fundamental question around the 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 prerogative of the president. We agree that um, the president has a right, and there's a precedent across the globe in terms of what are the powers vested in the office of the presidency and the type of, uh, 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 and how the president ought to exact or his or her powers. Granted, we all know that, but but I think you were quite correct by uh, making reference to the frequency frequency of 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 
changes and which in a way are destabilizing. But be as it may, what I want you to ponder on is the the nature of, of, of this right. Is it absolute? Well, I mean, it 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 depends. I mean, I would uh, imagine that uh, from time to time, when the president has to take uh, a key strategic decision in, in in government, he has to do some consultation, whether within the union buildings with his uh, advisors or with his allies or with this or the other partner, whether they are considered to be the inner circle or the outer circle. I think that from time to time he has to consult. Uh, the question arises, uh, who does he consult and for what purpose? So I have no doubt that he has consulted somebody or some people, but as to whether uh, he has consulted the ANC top leadership as well as the alliance, it is actually now doubtful because of the statement of Gwede the Secretary General, so in this instance, it appears that the ANC leadership as well as the alliance were not consulted uh, just like it happened, I think, in March, uh, April, mm-hmm. when, there was, um, when there was that major um, cabinet reshuffle. So what does this tell us? It simply tells us uh, about the state of the alliance uh, involving the ANC, COSATU, and the others that uh, it has uh, reached rock bottom, it is uh, not functioning as it should, and that it is basically in disarray and even in paralysis. That's that's the first thing. And in the process, it means that uh, the alliance partners uh, are definitely going to lose confidence in the president in particular, but I do not know whether they are ready yet to lose confidence in the ANC itself. Uh, if you take the statement by um, the the minister of, uh, I mean, uh, Tulas Messi, mm-hmm. who says um, the alliance is not between the president and uh, the Communist Party. The alliance is between the ANC and the Communist Party. So, so that that tells you that. But the second part is that it also tells you about the state of the ANC leading up to the national conference, that the political, tactical, or even factional alliances that existed in the build-up to the Polukwane conference in 2007 have almost uh, collapsed and dissipated. Because you would remember that um, among other key role players, um, and I must underline this, that um, much as individuals um, are, sometimes people may say, are not so important, but they do matter in politics and they do matter in history. So you, you look at the alliance that, uh, or rather the coalition of forces that uh, gathered around to put the president into the presidency of the ANC and ultimately of the country. Uh, among those key figures was uh, Blaine Zimande. Mm-hmm. And the other one, of course, is Welin Zimavavi, Figile Mbalula, Julius Malema, and, and a host of others. 
But what appears to be the case at the moment is that both the individuals and the organizations that were behind, um, you know, uh, installing uh, the current uh, incumbent, uh, they are they are nowhere uh, closer to him as they, you know, uh, as the next conference approaches, and that uh, should tell you a lot about first. The standing of that coalition of forces at the time, very bold, confident, and of course, triumphalistic afterwards. Mm. But now it has fallen apart into pieces. Um, now, um, uh, the, the, the president seems to be extremely uh, isolated from, from those forces, and those forces are actually uh, openly and increasingly against him. Uh, you know, in this instance, the Communist Party calling for his resignation. Um, of which, I mean, any, it goes without saying that, I mean, any, any, uh, political party that, uh, seeks to call for your, your, your removal from office, you would have, uh, particular problems with it. And, and this is the, the dilemma then that the Communist Party f- faces that, Whereas there was remo- removal of Plains uh, Monday, but the rest of the other uh, Communist Party cadres remain in cabinet, remain in parliament. So, so now they have to um, look at the situation, analyze it, and take a decision in terms of the next, uh, the next way forward. Um, but uh, the challenge is that uh, they have to take a principled decision uh, about the relationship they enjoy with the ANC, the state at which this relationship is at, and whether um, they have to consider alternatives in terms of the political arrangement. In in my view, I think it is becoming increasingly apparent in the political, uh, in the coalitions, rather the, what you would refer to uh, generally as the, the governing coalition the governing coalition being the tripartite alliance, it is becoming increasingly visible to anybody that perhaps the time has come for a reconfiguration uh, of of, uh, this uh, governing coalition uh, in the interest of the individual parties who are part of the coalition, but also probably in the interest of rejuvenating and uh, redirecting the politics of the country. Um, um, because uh, it has become so stale that uh, the other ones are regarded as uh, stepdaughters or stepsons, or rather, you know, an, an abused spouse kind of a syndrome, where from time to time they will say, we are all going out to hunt for the animal in the jungle, which would be the votes of South Africans every five years. But when the spoils have got to be shared, they are not shared um, uh, uh, properly or in a fair manner. So, so that becomes, I mean, the spoils here in this instance would become the policy positions that the ANC takes, but also in terms of deployment or in terms of consultation within uh, government. So, 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 so that's the kind of state of the governing coalition. And I, I'm wondering if it will be helpful uh, for the status quo to continue as it is. Because what then becomes of it is uh, you have a, a, a battered uh, spouse who complains uh, perpetually that uh, they are being abused but has got, uh, does not have the guts to go to the police to report uh, some of these crimes.
I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, maybe the last point, um, David, um, is the lost opportunity on the side of the Communist Party uh, for them to redeem themselves because um, as you've correctly pointed out, that it, it is it is no it is not useful to to moan and groan about the abuse of, of a partner when you don't when you want to, you don't um, literally take action. Um, reflecting in terms of of how some of the uh, um, you know members of parliament would have would have responded. For example, there could have been a resolution to say, let's all walk away uh, from a principal point of view because we cannot, uh, because that would have given the, the Communist Party a bit of legitimacy in terms of where to go from now because they would have literally said, look, we are not party to this kind of shenanigans. Let's, let's move on. But why, why are they staying behind? Butimana Mela for now, he's now the, 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 in it, again, has been elevated. Um, is that not a, is that not politics of divide and rule? Well, it's, it's an attempt by the Communist Party to to make to rather actually make the whole thing uh, trivial and make it uh, simple. And I, my argument is that it's not as simple as that. I, I I mean, it's basically to say that the problem we we don't have the problem with the ANC or the Trumpeted Alliance, but rather we have the problem with the head, which is the president of the ANC. And the, the country. That's the kind of message that you get. And and so the, the, the understanding is that if you remove the president, then most of these problems are going to be sorted. But, I mean, the evidence and the history points to a different uh, kind of experience. They had uh, a similar position towards Pulukwan. And, and you know, it, it tends to now become a, a fool's paradise because now they had a similar position towards Pulukwane. We don't have a problem with the ANC or the alliance. We have a problem with uh, a president in that instance being the former president, Beggy, who must uh, be removed so that uh, relations of the alliance can normalize, so that uh, positions uh, of the COSATU and the SACP can be taken seriously and all of that. But... Uh, but, I mean, they are in the same position now, so they, they had their person who replaced the former president. They are in the same position now, and they are committing the same kind of uh, action uh, that says, no, our problem is with the president. It's not with the... With the and I'm saying that is to trivialize the matter. The, the issue should be that, really, uh, is it not about time that the configuration of the governing coalition which is constituted by the Capital Alliance is led by the AC. It's not about time to do a critical assessment of it. Look at it where it is organizationally, ideologically, politically, and even electorally. And then make a decision, say, given a proper assessment of this kind of uh, situation, we then want to take this kind of, of position. Mm-hmm. You do have that kind of debate sort of taking place in the Communist Party for several years for now to say, you know, the Communist Party must go it alone. And, and all, I mean, uh, Communist parties in the whole world worth their salt, they're actually standing on their two feet. I mean, mm-hmm. you go to Spain, you find the Communist Party, you go to all other countries, Across the world, you go to Ghana, you find the Communist Party um, uh, contesting power. There. So, 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 
the point is exactly that that uh, so those who support the politics of the left, the you know uh, politics of the Communist Party, those who believe in the ideals and the ideas and the programs of the Communist Party, where are they going to have a fair chance to see those ideas and those programs finding expression fully in government, either through a coalition of the left or through a you know a contestation by the Communist Party directly, or a, a reconfigured uh, a alliance, uh, you know, with the with the ANC, where they would simply say, look, we are no longer going in under the ticket of the ANC. Mm-hmm. We are going in as a coalition, and this is our minimum policy platform, uh, and these are the minimum programs that we're going to implement, and it becomes a manifesto of the alliance instead of yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so those are some of the options and the ideas that are there. Okay. Thank you very much, David. I'm, unfortunately, we're running out of time. We're going to have to we're going to have to leave it there. It has been a pleasure, as always. We appreciate your contribution. Thank you, sir. Sure. sure thanks.